enjoy the summertime. No school, parties by the pool, hanging out with friends, and only certain signs of irritation like sunburn, rainy weather, and stuff like that. But people find the most irritating around that time is mosquitoes. Always trying to fly around, bite us, leave terrible bumps, in some cases passing along diseases. But what most people don't know is that before there were mosquitoes, there was something much, much worse. Something far worse that you could consider the pest of mosquito just an aftermath version of this legend. This is the story of the bloodsucker. Long time ago, before you, before me, before any of us in this country, there was a faraway village to the east, somewhere in a forgotten village in the north of Germany. No one really knows where this village is now, only that it used to be called Mosk. It was a pretty common village. The people there were happy. Kids went to school, played when they, they were done. Villagers greeted each other. It seemed to be a very peaceful place. Except for when nighttime comes. Because that's the time when nobody goes out. Everyone stays in their homes, locks their doors, and keeps certain objects with them to defend themselves. For this village was plagued by a monster. No one really knows what it was. They only called it Kitoris, the bloodsucker. No one really knows what this figure truly looks like. Only glimpses have shown what it is. Some people say it looks just like a very tall man, kind of like the Slender Man, only instead of white wearing a suit, it's completely black. And its image looks like there's a swarm of smoke or insects flying around it and a terrible buzzing noise. Worse than any chainsaw or grinding machinery you could ever hear. It's the minute you heard it, you knew it would get louder and louder and louder. No one dares face this monster. Many have tried, but all have failed and perished. The victims, oh my goodness, the victims. They were bled dry, their skin pale, but tiny, tiny needle-pointed scars appear all over their body, as if they were injected by a million needles. But instead of something going in, blood would come out. It was so systematic and thorough that there's not even a residue drop of blood left on the bodies. They're just drained. Nobody would ever dare venture out at night because they knew the bloodsucker would come after them. Until one day, a local boy named Boris, he was on a mission, a mission to destroy this monster because some time ago, the monster had drained his little brother and he wanted revenge. The elders of his village warned him not to do such a thing or to be dangerous. But Boris didn't care. 
he wanted vengeance for his little brother, and he also wanted the glory of being the first one to slay this beast and save his town. So, he came up with a plan. He went to every villager's home and asked for one sharp knife. Of course, the villagers were reluctant to help him, but he encouraged them, I don't need any help. All I request is one sharp object from you, and I'll do the rest, he said. So they did. Kitchen knives, pocket knives, carving tools. Every person in that village gave him one thing, until he had a whole cart of a thousand blades. So, the very next sunset, before the, the night fell, he set up a space in the grove where the village and the forest would meet. He set up quite a trap. He lit torches and placed his mechanisms all over the place. He wanted to set the stage so that the bloodsucker could not resist him. Then when the sun went down, he shouted out to the blackness of night. Hey, bloodsucker, he said. Come and get me. Your next meal's right here waiting. It was some time before the buzzing could be heard. But just then, heard a low hum from the trees. At first it may have been just the hum of a cockatoo, but soon the hum was replaced by a and the sound grew louder and louder and louder until emerging from the darkness was something terrible. It looked like a giant scarecrow covered in trash bags with a thousand, million, maybe even ten billion bees moving around inside as if the whole body was moving and rotating. The sound looked like a giant black scarecrow. No one could even make out the face because it was so shrouded in darkness. The bloodsucker had come. No, no one saw its eyes, but if it had eyes, it would look directly at Boris. It knew. It spotted its prey. So the monster lunged at him. Then Boris pulled a rope. Apparently he rigged some mechanism where several of the objects he had collected from the villagers flew down like a rain of arrows. Thousands of knives flew right at the beast, slicing through it as if it were nothing but a hand would swept across the foam of bubbles. No fluid was drained, just pieces of the monster falling all over the place. Then Boris pulled another rope. Another fling of sharp objects came from another direction. And then a third. The final swarm of blades came down. The monster was pretty much all cut into pieces, if you can even call it pieces. It looked like bits of black garbage that was still moving around. And then Boris pulled out his final sword at the largest mass of monster mine. And then started hacking away and hacking and hacking and hacking and hacking. No one really knows how far tired out took before he got tired out. But all that the villagers would say is that all that was left was little pieces of what looked like black lint and move no more. The monster had been slain. Or so they thought. 
The minute Boris felt he had his revenge satisfied, he marched into town saying, The beast is dead! The beast is dead! Then the villagers all came out, ready to cheer, celebrate, worship their new hero. But the celebration was shortly put to rest. But then they heard the buzzing sound again. Only this time it wasn't coming from one direction. It was coming from all over. So they looked up, and on the hill where Boris slew the monster, they saw the pieces of the fallen beast floating up out of nowhere. And then they moved, transformed, broke apart. And then they knew that a new terror had been unleashed. Thousands, and perhaps even millions, of baby mosquitoes charged at them. Before, there were only a handful of victims, two or three, but this one, there were much, much more. Some people couldn't take the pain and just passed out. Some even died. Others who survived took on diseases. And some who just bit so hard they just grew grotesque. And some stayed that way well into generations. The village of Moss was a plagued village now. Everyone there who had survived the ordeal had left. They wanted no reminder of what terror they had unleashed by slaying the bloodsucker, knowing that its offspring, if you want to call it that, had now taken possession of the whole countryside. So they all left, abandoning the village, thinking that would be the end. But obviously the story doesn't end there. For now, they realized the curse of Boris's rash decisions. For before, the monster would only stay in that one village. Now, his descendants would be everywhere, ravaging all of mankind to avenge the loss of its prime ancestor. The end. <laughs>